this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Anytime anyone calls Joe stupid, I just love it so much. <laughs> the heroes find themselves trapped on the mountainside. There's no tree, there's no brush, there's no cover. Nothing. With no way out. This could be a swan song for multiple people in this party. As the enemy closes... It's a patrol or something, and they're coming up riding rhinoceroses. They're right around the corner. I don't think we have time to get out of here. Quickly, we have little time to waste, my friend. Give me your arrows now. A plan comes together. Everyone, stay quiet. We have to try to throw them off your scent. But there's little chance of survival. Baron, if it goes south fast, or if I fall early, do what you can to make sure she gets out of here alive. I will, and if I fall, there's a letter in my duster that's due for the Five Kings Mountains. Their time has come. You know what? I think I think we should just roll for initiative. Oh, let's just, no. let's just get these numbers oh, on the board. No. The battle begins. I think it is time to make our stand. Right now. is up, everybody. It's your old buddy, Troy LaValle, coming at you with another, you know what it is, exciting episode of the GCP. Oh, man. The PCs have got themselves into a classic Matthew Capitacasa sticky wicket, and I can't wait to throw everything, including the kitchen sink at them. This is a big week for us and for all of GCP Nation, because in just two days, we're hopping on a plane and flying out to Seattle for PaizoCon 2018. I cannot wait. I went by myself last year, and I had a blast. Now everybody's coming out, and it's going to be a good time. Let's talk about the scheduled events that are going down all weekend long. Friday morning, 11 a.m., we're kicking off PaizoCon with Cannon Fodder Live. As of the time of this recording, there are still a couple seats left. So if you want to get your cues F and A'd live in that room, make sure you sign up at Paizo.com. And then at 7 p.m. that night, it is the Pathfinder playtest finale, Crypt of the Everflame, Pathfinder 2.0 with Jason Bullman, Eric Mona, and all the GCP boys. We've already released the first two parts of that on our Cannon Fodder feed. You can also listen to it on our website. We're going to finish it live, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. I have a feeling that's going to go long. Now, that one's already sold out, as they say, but you know what? Definitely show up, because if we can fit you in there, we'll cram you in like sardines. And then Saturday, 12 p.m., we're doing a little panel called The Readiness is All Adventure Prep 101, where myself, Joe, and Skid are going to talk about how we prep adventure paths all the way from choosing adventure paths to running your first session and again as the time of this recording there are still seats available for that as well so sign up if you want in on that and then saturday 3 p.m you guessed it gcp live we're doing it it's sold out but you know what come by anyways you can just sit on people's laps i don't know if they allow that but we're gonna we're gonna try it anyways you know you never really get to know a man until you sit on his lap so come on by gcp live 3 p.m on saturday and then saturday night is the banquet so if you bought tickets to the banquet we're all gonna be there and hey we might even be sitting at your table don't touch my salad fork or we're gonna have problems and then sunday 
6 p.m. GCP Brewery and Bowling Fan Meetup. We're starting at Odin Brewing Company, which is about five minutes away from the Doubletree Hilton where PaizoCon takes place, and then leaving there to walk across the parking lot to go to Acme Bowl. We might not even bowl. We might just hang out, drink, have some wangs, talk a little Pathfinder, maybe kiss and hug. We'll see how the night goes. I'm not making any promises, but even if you're not going to PaizoCon, you should definitely come to this meetup. So if you live in the Seattle metro area, come on by the Brewery and Bowling meetup. I had a blast when we went last year. That's how I have all these new friends now in the Pacific Northwest. It was all from that meetup. So come by, even if you're not going to the con. And if you are going to the con, I better see your asses at that brewery. And of course, as they've mentioned in the last few weeks in the intro, we're going to have our own GCP room with GMs running games all the time. If we're not doing a panel or a GCP Live or the Pathfinder playtest, any of our scheduled things, then there's something going on in the GCP room. Hell, we might be just hanging out there drinking beers and cracking wise. So come on by that room. Even if you haven't signed up for a game, come by because there might be extra seats at the table. Maybe people won't show up. Just come by. Oh, another character. There'll be some pre-gens. Don't even worry about it. Come by that room and hang out. We're going to have a lot of fun there all weekend long. All right, that's enough intro. We got to jump into this app. There is a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces. I know I was nervous before we went into this app. And now you get to just sit back and enjoy it. So here is episode 156 of the JCP. I will be the first to admit that I can sometimes be prone to hyperbole when it comes to describing the danger of a situation, the the dire straits of a combat. That's the craziest thing anyone's ever said in the history of the world. At right, did gets it. <laughs> <laughs> But I think this is one of those combats, nay, one of those episodes where all hell is about to break loose. This could be a swan song for multiple people in this party. Not only are you coming from other combats, you're down a party member. (laughs) Yet again... (laughs) Skid was so nice to grace us with his presence, <laughs> but he really is just going to be the color commentator. I have sense. a tray of drinks. I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, can you freshen me up when you get a chance? Right, to if get anyone, yeah, if anyone would just write it down, like on the thing, put it in the, the flag slip, and holder. Let's take another gin and tonic, please. Yeah, okay. another GNT for Joe. Coming on up. He's going right to need up. one. This, is, not, this, this is my starting salary. <laughs> I think you'll find it more than fair. Uh, I mean, this is just. Not only is this ugly, I plan on, if I am given the opportunity, doing horrible, horrible things that may, that may end friendships. Isn't that, dis- isn't that what's going on your tombstone? That's, that's right. <laughs> if, if at all possible, I plan on doing horrible, horrible things that will ruin friendships. In the afterlife. Why change now? Why stop now? Right. I mean, this is... Uh, this it's is gotten you this far. This is one of those episodes where I get nervous for a number of reasons. One, I, I've got a lot of complicated mechanics on my end, and I get you know quick, easily overwhelmed. Quit making excuses. Uh, two, well, this is this is that's all in your favor. Two, uh, you know, I put you in a very very difficult situation, but I think it's well warranted. You've had it too easy for too long, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of a cool situation in that even if shit goes really bad, you can't run because you would be abandoning all these slaves. Yeah. Like, m- morally speaking, you have to see this fight to the end. 
That's, I mean, that's my opinion. We're morally trapped. You're morally obligated to see this through because innocents will die. There are innocents that you brought down from the mountain thinking you were ready to save them all. There are also innocents chained to this wagon. In the front of this wagon is this creature bent over, gross-looking woman, perhaps. In front of her, two woolly rhinoceroses. Is it rhinoceri or rhinoceroses? I had the same thought. I don't like either. It's, uh, I think it's rhinoceros. Is rhinoceros a Greek or Latin derivation? Uh, That's it the question. Is, well, it's Greek. So then it would be because rhinopodes. How about perhaps. this? Two woolly rhinos. <laughs> okay. Hey, that works. Works. There you go. That sounds smooth. And riding said rhinos are two creatures that I can only uh, describe to you as uh, being like... White walkers. Oh. oh. They, lo- they have a white walker-ish, a white walker-ish appearance. Jagged, twisting antlers of dark blue ice oh. crown the helm of this ice-armored humanoid figure. Would you like to know the good news? Yes. Rhinoceroses and rhinoceri are both acceptable. Oh! oh. As oh. apparently is rhinoceros as a plural. Oh. I was really hoping the news would be better. Yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help you. Next time, weak. let's just qualify that as news. Yeah. <laughs> that is the weakest excuse for good news. Here's I've the ever news. Heard in my life. <laughs> its origin is actually Middle English, by the way, via Latin. Oh, Middle from, e- from Greek. Oh, okay. So Whoa, every, all of the above. Everyone Come was right. as you are. Everyone Perfect. was right. Woolly rhinoceri means nose horn. Yeah, with these uh, antler crayoned helms. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Riding them for. <laughs> As we ended last uh, episode. Branch is a spit take uh, on his microphone. Just anytime anyone calls Joe stupid, I just love it so much. <laughs> we never did a We Are Stupid just for your vernacular. Uh, Cra- I was surprised at the, the outpouring of, of sympathy for Joe for his pronunciation from people like in all different parts of the country. A lot of people say crown, buddy. A it's lot of people say it wrong. In a lot ridiculous. of places. Yeah. There are Every- a lot of dumb people out Everyone was really nice. <laughs> A lot of people thought Dukakis could win that election. Didn't work out for him, did it? That's right. I can't believe I'm losing this. This guy, it's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> a thousand points of light coming together. Uh, John Lovitz, right? I yeah. love it. Yeah. Love it. So uh, let's walk through the scenario here. I've drawn a map. Um, as you see, uh, where I Joe's sitting is where you guys are coming from. All the slaves, along with Baron and Feyraza, like spread out to the sides of that part of the valley as Lork skulked ahead, stealthed ahead, 150, 200 feet. I, I would prefer stealth. Skulked. I'm going to go skulked. Skulked. <laughs> skulked. Wait, he so lecherously those... skulked yeah. ahead. Just degenerate elf. <laughs> skulked ahead. <laughs> Drooling with a massive erection. <laughs> <laughs> not the time, no place. <laughs> oh, no. no I hear a wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So you stealth ahead and you see this situation and you don't know if you've been seen or not but you see this woman bent over, gross looking, start sniffing at the air and then she like makes a motion to these cold riders to begin moving forward on their woolly rhinos. 
look, what do you want to do here? You know what the situation is. I mean, it has to immediately hit you what the situation is. And on top of that, you see maybe a half-orc female slave chained to the wagon as well. You know what this situation is. Yeah, and she was not in the uh, the slave pen, uh, which Lurk was looking carefully for. Baron was helping him out. No sign. So it's looking... uh, Really bad. What do you think really this is? Really scary. Uh, what do I think it is? I, I truly don't know. I'm really taken aback, both as a player and I think Lork is really surprised too because it's the middle of the night. Like we waited yeah. till the middle of the night to pull this off, and I had assumed any sort of wagon that would be out hauling things back and forth would be you know happen during daylight. Uh, or, you know, maybe in the early evening they'd be coming back from a day of work or something, trying to gra- uh, get food or, uh, you know, hunt at the bottom of the mountain and bring it back up, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Uh, I would think that they were trying to get resources and stuff like that. But, I mean, in the middle of the night, it just made no sense. So both I and Lork thought that we'd be safe here um, coming down. At this point, we were just about home free, mainly just worried about the environment and the slaves and their ability to make it now to the lower camp so at this point he's taken totally by surprise and is terrified and uh he takes a good look at this half work female um but then is quickly uh, alerted to the fact that he's alerting someone to his presence possibly by the odor and it might be cat as well that might be giving off just enough odor for this uh, creature to know that something's up so my understanding is that these two horned uh, or crowned uh, frost giant looking things, ice giant things on w- woolly rhinoceros. They are medium creatures, I should point out. Oh, they're not giants. No. Oh, yeah, okay. They're medium creatures. You know, I remember I said, uh, is this perception check against giants? And you said no. Um, yeah, so. That is what the cold riders look like. Well, they have antlers, not just. Yeah, yeah. They're undead? I didn't say that. They certainly have that appearance, though. I said white walkerish looking. Is that a mask? What is that? Can I do a knowledge religion real quick to see if they're undead? Well, let me show you the other picture. This is what the woman looks like here. Oh. Oh. She's rather cronish. She is cronish. She, oh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Shades she's, of Ewiga. She's like a witch. Yeah. yeah. Joe, we should point out that uh, Troy just said pitcher instead of picture. So, <laughs> picture. Can I ask a, a map question? Uh, yes, yes. It's a druid-related map question. Okay. I already don't like it. These green squiggles you draw on the map, those yes. are the slaves, right, and not plants? They are slaves, yes. <laughs> not cabbages? That's, that's unfortunate. He is always <laughs> looking for plants, man. Always, always looking, looking for, for loose plants. greenery. There isn't a tree in sight to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I, brought this up to I brought this up to a table, a whole table of people at GCP Live, and they said, there are always weeds. <laughs> I love that interpretation Oh man So uh, can I do a knowledge religion? You want to do a knowledge religion? Sure Yeah to know if these things are, are undead mm-hmm. 14 You have no idea God this is such a bad start already um, <laughs> get, all the, right. get those knowledge rolls out of the way though If they're going to be bad uh, He just is Yeah he, he's sniffing the air yeah, he's trying to see if there's any... Um, so there's nothing, right? There's nothing at all. Like, there's no cover. There's no trees. On the side of the mountain that goes back up the mountain, sheer. Sheer, yeah. Even if it's climbable, there's no way to stand anywhere. There's no tree. There's no brush. There's no cover. Nothing. And on the left side, as Lork's facing them, sheer drop off the cliff to certain death. 
Death Valley, baby. What did you say as we, I, was, I was drawing the map? This I is said it's a, a kill zone. It's, it's, a, a, kill it's zone. a kill alley. Kill alley. Like, there's no way out, and these things are coming right at us, and we can't go anywhere with these slaves. So, Lord, If you didn't have the slaves, probably could get out of there. Avoid it. Would you if you saw me, someone that... Oh, we might be able to jump off the side of the cliff and just hold on. A lot of You know options. what I mean? Yeah. Now, and let them pass us right by. No options. Well, <laughs> apparently, you stink. So I don't know how, like, <laughs> how realistic an option that was. Well, it's windy. Smelly elf. They might not be able to locate it exactly. No, something's up. We also still have spider climb active. Uh, no, we do not. No, you don't. No, oh, by the time we got there. It took yeah, three which hours is, to get down there. Yeah, it took three hours, which also means, by the way, that... Uh, Pembroke's flame arrow is gone. Oh, uh, so damn. Uh, fire ammunition oh. is gone as well. Nice try, oh. Baron. Uh, uh, Whose side are you on, I man? Know. I know. I was going to try to sneak it through, but I was like, I can't in good conscience. And do it. you all lose twenty hit points <laughs> from the cold. From the cold. Uh, all right. So Lork is going to double back fast, uh, but he's going to try to do a stealth check. Stealthily double back, huh? Yeah, and he should be able to. Oh God, I always. Never sure, never 100% sure if this is in my favorite terrain, if it's like if you can move at your full speed while doing uh, uh, stealth checks. I don't think it is, but I'm just going to try to move as quickly as possible. Tell me what you got, uh, buddy. While stealthing mm. back. Oh. <laughs> buddy. What? 41. Oh, that's really stealthy. Natural 19. Oh, you. <sighs> I'll tell you what, this was not a gimme roll. And you feel like they didn't see you rush back, oh, man. God. That certainly was not a gimme roll. <laughs> well, I didn't roll for Cat, actually. Uh, but oh. yeah, I don't know how you want to handle that. Well, Cat's got pretty good stealth. Cat's a good, cat, cat is stealthy. Go ahead and roll for Cat. Should have never brought her. Let's see. Ooh, Leave, no leave her there as a sacrificial uh, panther? That is a 20 for Cat. 20 for Cat. So you do see uh, one of the riders seems to perk up. But can't tell it might just be a wild animal. a wild animal right uh, might be a food source though and that one starts to approach a little bit god we've got to keep it down Shh, quiet and he's hustling back yep and they're they're moving closer so he's going to get back to uh baron and Feyraza, and you guys can see in in his eyes is like panic basically and he's trying to keep it under control but he's just like it's a patrol or something they've got a wagon and a bunch of slaves uh, creatures I've never seen before not giants and they're coming up riding rhinoceroses they're right around the corner I don't think we have time to get out of here quickly we have little time to waste my friend give me your arrows now put a handful in front of me <sighs> Lurker reaches back into his uh, um, quiver and, and sets down the arrows and Baron pulls out some of his alchemical cartridges and uses the potion of oil of flame arrow oh no nice. Beautiful, you that, had one. That uh, Pembroke stopped me from using and cast instead so I wouldn't waste it from awesome. before. Oh, perfect. Beautiful. And then he immediately reaches out and says, I know you were once a follower of Gorham, but I hope today you fight in Torag's name and casts, <laughs> <laughs> and casts Shield of Faith on you. Nice. Oh. nice. And then touches himself and casts Protection from Evil and says, we have little time to waste. We must act before they get close to these slaves. We yeah. can't let them see the slaves if there's a way to distract them. Feyraza, do you have any ideas? Feyraza is a huge war cat, by the way. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, dear God. I might be Stop li- roaring, at least. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I might be That's a little distracting now. Um, uh, Feyraza is going to cast Barkskin on herself. 
Okay. Oh, uh, so she starts being like. <laughs> oh, I nice. love that image. Uh, and cool. she's also gonna get. She had a couple slaves on her back, and she's gonna get them. Have the slaves get her, get them off of her, and then I think she's gonna kind of push them against the wall. I can. There are things I can do to dis- delay. Push them off the ledge. Push them off the ledge. <laughs> Run! You're nope. a liability! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we done enough? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lord's going to be like, Everyone, stay quiet. We have to try to throw them off your scent. Literally, I think they can smell us. Try to keep the... Are there children? Uh, there are a couple small... Uh, yeah, uh, Lork wants to see if there's Small any humanoids. Are there any men or women of fighting age? Twenties, thirties. There's what were you looking at? Probably like forty something. Uh, yeah, high thirties. Or you know, you're, you're looking through. No one looks like they could do anything to help you, really. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if their life depended on it, they couldn't swing a, a dagger. Unarmored. Uh, all suffering from alti- altitude sickness and well probably they've adjusted let's say they adjusted to the altitude but all majorly fatigued from cold wearing you know just enough scraps so they won't die on the spot all right Lor- Lork is going to go up to the person that looks the most able-bodied of anybody and he's going to pull his hope knife off from around his neck and he just hand him the dagger okay. whoever this person is all right it's just and like just- a guy he looks Built, you think that he maybe yeah, was a fighter like, one day. If it comes down to it, kill all, use this however you see fit. Yeah, kill all the children. <laughs> Let me tell you about hope knives. Well, he's just <laughs> trying. He's just trying to give people some sort of, of hope or fighting chance. Right. Should the worst uh, happen, and warn just, him. Uh, warn him about the mayonnaise thing. <laughs> You're not to ever use this to spread mayonnaise <laughs> on sandwiches. He just takes the knife and just looks at you like. You know, in nods his head. You know, you'll be all right. Pulls the knife towards him, looks back. You see that man? Lord points to uh, Baron. He's like, you see that dwarf right there? I've seen him kill more evil creatures than I've ever seen anyone kill in my life. In any he's going to protect you tonight. Ever? Yes. <laughs> he's all but unkillable. I tell you. <laughs> oh boy! Not Way even God himself can kill this man. <laughs> Not even God himself. Um, no, but all sons of bitches. In all seriousness, he's trying to, to keep their spirits high. He doesn't want them screaming and running and fleeing uh, in, off the sh- off the end of the mountain. Baron wants to do a quick perception check and move along. This is all in real haste. Uh-huh. Uh, to want to see who the most terrified looking uh, young child is. Okay. Roll a perception check. Natural Very one. Nervous, Natural one. Uh, the one that just Baba Boot Jenkins. <laughs> he looks the pretty scared. 35-year-old man. <laughs> All right. So Baron says, uh, if that's... Little who, boy, come if here. If that's who he identifies, <laughs> he says... Uh, the guy tentatively walks up. Well, he's just a dwarf. He gets confused about what humans... Now, I was going to give the child... I was going to give the child my plus one uh, hand axe that I got from uh, Grantzeldeck. Uh, and just like in like one of the very first episodes when I tried to give Ruby a little copper piece for her birthday, I always get mocked for trying to help children. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, so, yeah, he won't do any of that. And he says, you really know that we are all going to die because all the callbacks are starting to come oh, no, out from the first episode. Our lives are flashing before Ruby, our eyes. That was episode one. The, may, the mayonnaise thing is, is, the a, mayonnaise is, a, thing. is a deep cut. Yeah. Um, that so, was episode one? That was also oh. episode one. Oh, yeah. So Baron just says <laughs> We're gonna die. to the group then, without being able to identify anyone to give his plus one hand axe to, he says, <laughs> I'm going to use the gift that Urathosh gave me. And he grips the Bane Baldric around uh, his uh, neck. Oh. And he says, Ooh. I can imbue my weapon with a fiery fury against whatever we come up against. Lork, tell me about the creatures you saw out there. 
They looked almost like... like whites. I thought they might be undead, but I can't be sure. And I, do I get enough from that description to be able to roll a knowledge check? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> so he I, says that uh, their heads were skulls and they had glowing huh. eyes huh. in the eye sockets. Huh. Okay. Um, so then Baron just turns. I guess we just, we're not going to know. Baron turns to Faraza and Lork and says, if you're able to identify these creatures during the battle, please yell it out. Now, I don't think we have much time left. I think it is time to make our stand. <sighs> Baron, if it goes south fast, or if I fall early, there's a half-orc female in that wagon. If you survive, and it's Shael, do what you can. Do what you can to make sure she gets out of here alive. Will you do that for me? I will. And if I fall, there's a letter in my duster that's due for the Five Kings Mountains. I have a feeling you'll be delivering that yourself. But if you fall, you have my word. And he puts his hand on, uh, on uh, Baron's shoulder. And they, like, clasp each other, kind of like Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger do at the beginning of Predator. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, Lork reaches down, grabs a host full of fire arrows, shoves him in his... Uh, uh, why do I keep forgetting the word? His quiver. quiver. Shoves him into his uh, quiver, pulls out his black arrow, giant's bane longbow. <laughs> And is like, let's do this. And now he's going to try to move up away from the oh. slaves, flank out to the wide end by where it runs off the cliff. Uh-huh. As you're doing that, I'm going to load up my longbow for the first round because they're going to be far away for the beginning. Yeah. So uh, Lork is going to go out with Cat toward the, uh, the outer rim by where it drops off because uh-huh. that's going to be uh, the best way to get the farthest view because it's, not, it's the widest way around the curve. Right. So he wants to see if he, he estimates they're within... Uh, 100 feet or so. Now it's dark. Obviously, moonlight, starlight, whatever there might be. I don't know if they have fire with them, if they have torches or there any are, sort of light. There uh, are torches on the uh, wagon, just okay. lighting their way along. But for you, uh, you know, 20% mischance. Okay. And uh, could, I, could I guess that they're within 110 feet? Uh, yeah, you can get there right within 110. If you want to get closer, you can as well. Uh, no, I'm good right here. Right around that 110 increment. About 10 feet away? <laughs> right around that 110 increment, I want to uh, open fire on them. Um, and I guess that would count as a ready to action and maybe a surprise round. So it wouldn't be three shots, but... Right. Basically, once you fire, we start combat. Right. Um, you get your surprise round off. Uh, Baron, you would also, if you want to attempt a stealth... You could try to get in the surprise round as well, but if you fail your stealth, then you guys lose the surprise round. Lork loses it as well. Okay. And I should say, by the way, since I changed teamwork feats before, that my teamwork feat is currently set to be able to take my own range shot if you successfully make one within 30 feet of me. It is not the share stealth right now. So I'm going to stay where I am, and I'm going to just keep my range so I can shoot at them. For a round, hopefully. So, Lork, you go ahead and shoot that arrow. I would also like a surprise round, but I'm not going to move. I can. I would like to do it from where I am. Okay. All right. Um, that's fair. You know what? I think I think we should just roll for initiative. Oh, let's just, no. Let's just get these numbers oh, on the board. No. Oh, Skid, what do you think is going to happen here? I, I let's don't know. Let's check in with Skid. He's down on the field here. Uh, he's Skid, he's Skid, a what skelt. Does, what does it look like down there, Skid? I said, it looks like they're trying to just kind of get some hand on some kind of sanity here. Uh, I've never seen this kind of chaos uh, unfolding on a field of battle before. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. We'll catch up with you at the half. All right. This is brought to you by Hellman Sausages. <laughs> if you're looking for a really fine sausage, that's Hellman's Sausage. <laughs> Fair what do you it. got? Uh, uh, um, eight. Oh, no. 
Nine. Nine. Okay. Oh dear. Oh dear. Uh, Baron. I rolled a thirty-two. Oh, there you oh, go. That's really there high. he goes. That's helpful. Rude. Almost that's rude. max. Almost max. Uh, Lork twenty-one. Ooh. Twenty-one for Lork. Oh, dude, dude, I'm nervous. You should be. I'm nervous. I I gotta say, I knew this was coming. Obviously. This combat tonight, I wasn't as clear about what a death valley it was, <laughs> but I was uh, listening to a lot of... Tr- uh, Skid, I hope you would appreciate this. I was listening to a lot of the breaking of the fellowship today from part one uh, soundtrack of Lord of the Rings. Oh, this, it's at the very, yeah, yeah. very end song when they're all splitting oh, up yeah, yeah. and going their separate ways, and it's so sad, and oh, I was just having man. memories of like Lork and Baron, and I was like, yeah. I hope it doesn't end tonight. Oh. You know what I was listening to, actually, and this is a nod to Troy and his New York Giants. I was listening to Hell's Bells by ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking about as I'm going into this battle. I love Metallica. I love ACDC. I'm going to give them the heavy metal, Troy. Well, yeah. This uh, has all the makings of an actual hell scenario. Scenario. Uh, Lork, this you is- go ahead, take your uh, surprise round shot. There are two of these riders, two woolly rhinoceri, and then way in the back is the woman. Just let me know who you want to try and shoot at. Well, uh, I'm always unclear on this rule. Okay. If this creature is undead uh-huh. by chance, um, do I get my favorite enemy bonus for undead? If I don't know that it's undead. You just sure. tell me um, what your both role numbers. is and tell me both numbers, and then I'll tell you if it is. Okay. Well, knowing that they're not giants, uh, okay. Yes, these are medium creatures. I am going to do, are large. I am going to do deadly aim. Okay. So here we go. He tries to aim up in the darkness, and he's got 20% mischance, and draws back the bow. I could see this hitting and then missing because of the dark vision. Lack of dark vision. Very unlikely, my friend. Okay. Boosh! Fires. That is a 24 to hit. Who are you shooting? Are you shooting the rhinoceros, the rider? I'm shooting the rider on the rhinoceros that's closer to the cliff, the drop-off side, not the climbing side. So uh, along the same side as you. You're right at the edge of the cliff. Yes. One wrong step and you fall to your death. Right. Uh, Okay. 24. Against flat-footed AC. Flat-footed, unaware AC. With a fire arrow. Fire arrow. And what would it be if it was undead? It would be 25. I'm sorry. It would be 23 if it was not. Okay. 23 or a 25. That is a hit. Yeah. Okay. Good start. I rolled a 71 on the concealment. Beautiful. So that is 17 points of regular damage and six points of fire damage. 17 regular and six fire. Maxed the fire. Wow. Here we to go. Shabby! Feyraza, it is your turn to act in the surprise round. <laughs> Feyraza oh, will, be, will begin casting. Feyraza, Feyraza begins casting! Oh, I like that sound! All right. Whew. This is already going better for you guys than I thought it would. Okay. okay. First hit. We haven't run away screaming or anything. No, that's a good, that's Not always yet. a good sign. <laughs> Sorry, it is... 15 points of regular damage if it is not undead. Just just letting you know. So, and I got ah, that part. I did you say points. 17? I said 17, okay. yeah. Now, I didn't want to move during the surprise round. Do I still get an action during the surprise round? I have uh, line of sight. I, I, I sure. What are you thinking about doing? I'm thinking about shooting it with my... Uh, oh, no. You cannot shoot unless you stealth. Oh, I have to stealth first. Yes. Okay. Interesting. And we already decided no problem. that you weren't going to do that. However... No problem. No problem. It is round one, Baron. 
and it is your turn. All right, buddy. I got my dwarven dice out. I hope they're not going to let me down too much. Oh, and, uh, Mine always do. Now that the stealth is broken and uh, Lork has loosed the first arrow yeah, with tracers. Yeah. <laughs> I love the image. Awesome. Baron's going to move 20 feet out from the edge. Okay. And... Oh, oh just went off the cliff. <laughs> uh, and can now... Oh, no! Can, don't forget my letter. Any head dark vision. <laughs> can now see these guys perfectly <laughs> with his uh, beautiful night vision goggles, aka dwarven eyeballs, and is going to fire if they're within a hundred feet at the same rider that I saw the arrow go towards. Which uh, I'm yeah, guessing if I can you tell. move up in front of the Lork, there they are within a hundred feet, pretty much exactly. Uh, that uh, the one that Lork shot at? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, He's absolutely. got a fire arrow sticking oh, out of him. And I'd like to do, if I can see them with my dark vision, is there any type of knowledge check I can do to identify them? Sure, you can do a knowledge nature. Oh, it's a good thing wow. I got that lined up. Let's see how these dwarven die. Roll 17 on the die for a 22. 22. Okay, I can give you one piece. This is what they are. Just they are cold riders. <laughs> no, they are... Uh, <laughs> They are, uh, yeah. They actually are known as cold riders. They are medium fey creatures. Ooh, that wow. is interesting and excellent news. Very interesting. Very cool. Uh, you know, they have some spellcasting abilities and are lethal with their icy glaives. Okay, so see with- that picture? They've got like a glaive made of ice. Oh, oh, I didn't. Wow. I wasn't looking at that. Their part. armor, yeah. their body, or whatever that is, looks to be made of ice as well. Oh, they really are like White Walkers. Yeah. Either. Oh, it's cool. That is a fortuitous roll, Troy, because as a swift action, Baron is going to call down the blessings of Torag to put down a judgment of sacred resistance for against cold damage oh, on himself. That's so smart. All right, all right. Uh, and uh, then he's going to fire. Let's okay. See how that works. Natural twenty. Oh, oh, you have got to be classic. Do you see this dwarven die? It doesn't Holy matter what die. Shit. That's why I gave away that die oh at GCP Live, God. baby. Roll to confirm. All that right. is so right, amazing. Now he's happens. no longer flat-footed, where he's been attacked. Right. Right. Uh, well, no. no, I'm acting before no, him in the round. He still is flat-footed. Yeah. That is a twenty-one against flat-footed AC. Twenty-one against flat-footed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah! Times three. Spectacular. Times three. What kind of weapon was that? Uh, no, no, no. It's times two. Times two. Oh, crossbow, they, 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 right? Yeah, threatens crossbow. a 19 okay. point. Um, and you, were, uh, you weren't out of your first range instrument, right? No, it's 100 feet away. You said Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Wow. See, I, oh, I, right at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, I'm prone to hyperbole. Guys are out to a great start. Let's see what happens. And we, these are not flame arrows, by the way. I only did that on my alchemical al- 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 rounds. Right. All right. Uh, this one comes in from Danny in New Lenox, Illinois. Line them up. Your hit deals double damage and continues in a straight line through the target. Oh. Hitting the next enemy standing up to 30 feet behind them, dealing normal damage. Wow. The only thing behind uh, it. I knew it. Are the, I knew it. Are the slaves. I knew uh, and it. And they're not an enemy. So if it. If it says specifically that it hit an enemy... It does say specifically enemy standing up to 30 feet behind them. Yeah, that wouldn't... Uh, yeah, just off the mark, about 10 feet off. Uh, you could have hit the, hit the double, boss. Sweet double damage. I mean, that would have been sick. Yeah. Double damage. still double damage. That is a total of 23 points of damage. Nice, oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. 2d10 plus 16. And thank you, Danny. Well done. Thank you, nice. Danny. Well Thanks. done, Danny. I prefer old... What was the name of this town? 
New Lennox. You prefer, prefer old Lennox. <laughs> Get out of here, Danny. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> really rude. <laughs> Lork, you are up again. I Lork. already hate this combat. Lork up again is going to uh, fire full full attack action. Full attack action. On the same guy that he hit the first time. He's got a bead on him. And uh, here he goes. So first attack, same thing. 24 to hit. 24 hits, yep. Uh, 99 on concealment. Oh, this is beautiful. He does 12 points. I'm sorry. He does 10 points of damage and six points of fire Ooh. 10 regular, six fire. 10 regular, six fire. And you know what I forgot to do is rapid shot, unfortunately. Uh, But I still will take a second shot. Uh, It increased my to hit, which which is good. Uh, That's a 19 to hit. 19 is a miss. Miss against flat-footed? <laughs> so even though they've been attacked a couple times, they yes, still remain. They haven't, they haven't acted. They haven't acted. Yes, they're not aware. They're not. You have to remember these things are happening so fast. Right, right. right. Yeah. The fire hit me. He's like, "What's going this on?" Is, and then he gets hit again. This is guerrilla warfare. Troy. Right, right, right. Yeah. I didn't know if I, I'm, I'm really just grasping at straws here. If once it knows it's being attacked, it's no longer it puts like, up its defenses. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 that is a that is a hit. All right, beautiful. Yeah. That is uh, eleven points of regular, three points of fire, seventy-two on concealment. Eleven regular, three fire, oh, and that's my round. And he's God. gonna and he is going to uh, pis- uh, he's gonna tell Cat to hold. For the tell round. Cat to stay there. You guys are right on the edge there. Yeah, yeah. So he's of gonna, glory. Yeah, of glory. He's just gonna take a five foot step uh, closer off the edge now that they're uh, getting within range. Okay. And it is their turn. And they are none too happy about this situation. To be fair, I mean, they just got shot a couple times. Yeah. Why would they be happy? All right. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew, for reasoning with them. <laughs> I really don't care for this one damn bit. All right. So <laughs> the uh, one that Lork and Baron have lit up spurs its mount forward. <sighs> the mount double moves. Up now uh, is probably about 60 feet away from you, Lork, at this point. After the double move. After the double move. And then just casts obscuring mist around himself and the woolly Oh, oh clever girl. Yeah. Clever girl. Well done. The other one, woolly rhinoceros, comes up as well, gets within range of both of you guys. What to do here? What to do here? You know what? I think seeing what's going on, that uh, that uh, obscuring mist seems like the good the good uh, the good route to take here. So it also yeah. casts a oh, big obscuring mist. Much scarier because now. from that distance, I think it's a fifty percent mist chance. Um, no, anything you can't beyond, even take the shot. A creature five feet away has concealment. Creatures farther away have total concealment. Fifty uh, percent mist chance, and the attacker cannot use sight to locate the target. Yeah, so you don't have line of sight, so you can shoot into a space you think where the rider is at. Oh, I have a pretty good idea where he is. <laughs> and it's 50% <laughs> mischance on yeah. top of that as well. Okay. So, they both acted. The woolly rhinos came up. Now they're in the business. And now it is this strange woman's turn. Uh, she kind of leaves the... Uh, Leaves the wagon behind, but she stays back. I would say don't even tell us, because she's concealed. Like, she's behind a wall of total concealment. 
You know, oh, how mean? big is that obscuring mist? Oh, it's 20, 20 foot radius. Feet in oh, every, yeah. You can't you can't even see the slave wagon. No, anymore. no, the whole it's all just a wall of fog yeah. now. The, so she does mist something. Will, the mist will clear and the slaves will all be dead. Oh, yes. oh, oh my god. god. Or gone. Matthew? Or gone. Like, a, yeah. like David Copperfield in the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> how did she do it? <laughs> I actually do know how they did that. I read a whole thing about it. So they actually made it disappear. They, they yes, sorry, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> the magician never they panned the camera, tricks. right? That's all they did? They just panned the camera? A magician never revealed the tricks. Right, whatever. We'll post the link on, the, on, on some sort Listen of to next month's cannon fodder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so you don't know what she does. Don't worry about it. Baron. Roll a perception check. Oh, I don't like what he does this. Oh, crack die. Natural 20. <laughs> Are you Natural kidding me? What? 20. Uh, that is a uh, 38. Natural 20 on a perception <laughs> check for a 38. Baron, as you see these things come up and blast this obscuring mist, you're like, shit, 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 shit. What are we going to do now? You look back to the slaves. Oh, shit. Towards the right side, the southern portion of the bend, where you told some of the slaves go here, some of them go there to, like, clear out the valley and hide, you see a small figure. I knew it. Emerging from behind you. I knew it. From within. I told you it was bad news. The slaves. He's going to stab you in the neck! You now see that it's a female. Uh-huh. It is the same person that you saw in the slave pens take down that guy that was, you know, stealing food from a little kid. It is a female gnome. Skid, what does she look like? She looks like Kate Micucci. You guys know Kate Micucci? Oh, yeah. uh, Garfunkel and Oates. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She, that's great. a perfect gnome casting. Yeah. The blonde one, right? No, no, no. no the, the, the brunette. The, they're that both is perfect. Kate Micucci. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What is she dressed like? So she's wearing like these kind of look like threadbare, like kind of uh, like burlap clothes. She's got leg wrappings on, uh, these like like kind of sandal boots like laced up to her to her knee, little knee. And she's wearing uh, like a little like, very plain looking hooded cloak. And she walks up like between you, and she's she's kind of like shuffling, and she's like holding her arm, like like she's just not sure like how to like move her body, and don't, she's just like don't come up this way, stay back. She just like kind of walks in, and when she sees what's happening, and you guys are fighting these creatures, she pulls her hood down. Revealing her dark hair, and she rushes into into battle. She what? rushes towards the creatures, disappears into the fog. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> double moves. Can she get that far towards no. the fog? <laughs> She's pretty far back, but you basically How? see this tiny woman come around and just start rushing towards the creatures. No, yeah, no. With preternatural speed, she rushes. Into combat. Oh, oh my God. God! This tiny little gnome yeah. just rushes towards the action. <laughs> Skid, welcome to the combat. Thank, Thank you. you. And welcome I to the show. You were playing. What a treat. This Let's go great. down to Skid on the field here. Skid, looks like we have a new combatant. Oh, this looks like there's a little girl on the field. That, that seems like a terrible idea. Let's see how this plays out. But, uh, <laughs> I am not confident. <laughs> Matthew, it is Feyraza's turn. Well, no, it's not. Oh. Oh. 
because a rhinoceros appears oh. on the pass. Another why not rhinoceros? Another why not? Too many rhinos. Just a regular. <laughs> too rhino. many rhinos. <laughs> and that rhino charges the rhino uh, to its left, the one that Lork and Baron lit up. The one that they've been. Oh my god. Okay. All right. What's charges. It? So it can charge into an obscuring mist, right? Do you want it to sure. charge? Do you want it to charge from behind or in front of? It has you to go. Probably in front can't of. see behind. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't have enough range to get it. You've got to be able to see where it drops out. So it drops out, charges into the mist. Sure. What's All right. Its, uh, what's its name? Uh, its name is Heather. Oh. <laughs> Heather the Rhino. Heather the Rhino. Fearsome name. Fearsome. It yeah. strikes fear in the hearts <laughs> of an <laughs> opponent. It certainly would strike fear into the heart of a cold rider. <laughs> Heather. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Heather. It's Heather the Rhino. She's going to kill you after she finishes her brunch. <laughs> Love, you know I have some friends in Heather and they are very fierce. She rushes at it and throws a mimosa. <laughs> Shorter Bellinis. She's out of her way. She attempts to gore the rhino. All right, 20% mischance, we'll say. Okay. Oh. Um, 16, which I don't think is 16, I'm so sorry. That is a miss, it's but you are now right in front of the target. Yes. Okay. Drawing all the ire of this beast and the rider. And now Faraza is going to cast another spell. A little oh spell called Volcanic Storm. You got too many spells! Volcanic, Volcanic Storm? Storm? Oh, that yep. sounds dope. What the hell is that? Why are you at my table? <laughs> I've cast it before on this podcast. Thanks for remembering my I don't my remember. I, this must have been a different podcast. Chunks of hot volcanic rock and clumps of ash pound oh. down when the spell is cast, dealing 3d6 points of bludgeoning damage and 2d6 points of fire damage to every creature in the area. But, my friend, the best part is that it then renders the terrain as difficult terrain, which you cannot charge from. Oh! oh man. Well, you wow. think you're something. What is the uh, radius of effect? Because this is going to take your rhino in as well. This is going to take out Heather. She's way back. You don't know where she is. She's Consider her out of the mix, the, uh, the woman. Oh, she's way back. She's still off yeah. the map. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna, it's a 40-foot radius, but I'm going to circle it so it doesn't hit the gnome or Heather the rhino. That's an amazing circle that you cannot hit your rhino. It's, it's just going to start back. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. It's going to place it somewhere back. Like, you can't see it, but yeah, I think uh, I think that can work. I know where the mists are. It doesn't, it don't, very, I don't have to have... very suspect there, Matthew, but uh, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's not like I'm targeting one square. I'm sure, targeting sure, sure. 40 feet, you know, a 40 foot radius. I want Heather to take some of that damage, but <laughs> go ahead and you know, roll, roll the damage. It's good to want things. And now this is going to affect the riders and the riders. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, three, magically not Heather. I'm, I'll do the bludgeoning damage first. Okay. Is there a save? Uh, no, there was no save. So that's 10 points of bludgeoning. Oh. And 10 points of fire. There is oh. spell resistance, though. There is spell resistance. Yes, I'm going to need you to roll uh, spell resistance on both riders. It's just a caster level check, right? Yes, just straight caster level. Natural 19. Okay, and the other one? Uh, 19 adjusted. 19 adjusted. Okay. What was the damage again? 10 bludgeoning, 10 fire? 10 bludgeoning, 10 fire. So Now roll for the other rhino. Uh... 14 bludgeoning, 8 fire. 14 bludgeoning, 8 fire. And uh, the cold rider that they've been attacking. 4 bludgeoning. Yeah! 5 fire. <laughs> oh, man. 4 blood. Got hit by a tiny rock. 5 fire, okay. And 4 last, bludge. Last cold rider. <laughs> 12 bludgeoning, 8 fire. 
Nice. What a spell! Okay. That is wow. What level is that? Same. Fourth level spell. Bad. Um, you now the because of the heavy volcanic rain affecting this area, you take a minus four penalty on perception checks, but you're an obscuring mist, which doesn't matter. Well, Matthew, I don't care for that spell one damn bit. I'm not going to lie. Um, but you were well within your rights to use it. So <laughs> Thank you for... Uh, fuck you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Then, can I move? Can I take oh, my move action? you and your move anymore? Jump off the cliff. Faraz is going to move up uh, towards the, the corner. Question. Does she still have slaves on her back? No. I, 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 I established that she took them off. Okay. So you're going to move up to... Uh, to the, the corner to block the, block, block the, the slaves... So that they can't, she can't get to this list. Okay, I thought you just wanted to stand next to Baron. Oh, keep him warm. All right, pretty good round one. Pretty solid all around, I think. Uh, you should all, should all give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We pretty did it. Mission accomplished. Uh, hell of a round one. He's gonna kill us now. We're going into round two. Uh, Baron, you are up. Obscuring mist and a gnome. Directly in front of you, running towards the battle. What do you do? Uh, yeah, this is super weird. Uh, <laughs> Not every day you see a gnome running into wow. battle. Wow. <laughs> uh, Baron's going to... Sorry, uh, she should actually be in melee, because she can move 100 feet. She can move 100 feet? Yeah. She is in melee, then. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Baron, seeing this courageous gnome go into battle... Let me see how far away Baron is. 5, 10, 15, 20... Yep, Baron's going to move within uh, range... Of okay. the obscuring mist to help out this courageous gnome that's been a mystery since he first saw her. Mm-hmm. She and could be running to get behind enemy lines. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. It's like, oh, there are my friends. Right, it's true. <laughs> we don't. Wait, I'm coming. Uh, and she, <laughs> she loves. <laughs> take me with you. She loves stopping <laughs> bullying within the camp, and also, yeah. Uh, so uh, Baron's going to, as a swift action, say, "Urthash, it's time for your worthless hide to finally be worth a damn." And he's going to cast Bane against these fey-like creatures on Della. Oh. So he. Dropped the crossbow as part of the move action. Right. Pulled, because he has a quick draw, uh, Della, the double barrel plus one uh, uh, gun. Okay. Cast Bane on it against that creature type. So Bane Fey. Yep. Uh, And we'll attempt to take a shot into where he thinks they are within that obscuring mist. All right. Go ahead and roll and roll for uh, 50% mischance, and then we'll see. Sure. Let me just turn off rapid shot first, because I moved, and I want to be keeping me honest. Okay. Um. Here we go. Fifty percent chance you say. All right, that should be a hit. That is a forty-two. Forty-two oh. to Ooh. hit? No, no, no. Sorry, forty-two on the concealment, so it's not a hit, right? <laughs> that is not a hit. Damn. Oh. So Baron steps up, pulls out Della Bane, Fay, boom, and hits the gnome square oh in the back of the head Aww. and kills her. And this kid is once again out <laughs> of the combat. Back on the sidelines. She is Fay, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is exactly right. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Baron, you! I tell you, terrible. That is a, that's a daring. Beat. I gotta cover. I gotta cover all of my bases. I gotta cover all of my bases. She could be bad. Uh, I guess you get a grit point back. Uh, <laughs> she's a wild card. Take her out. That's the saddest grit point I've ever earned. <laughs> Murdering a, a small gnomish woman. Lork, you are up. There's an obscuring mist, but you see a rhino ran into the mist. Yeah, a ry- I was about to fire right into the square where the thing was when it sh- disappeared behind this mist as it, as it casted it. And then 
boom, I see the, the butt of a rhino just disappears <laughs> into the mist. Um, you know what Lork's going to do? He's got his daughter on his mind. Yeah. He thinks that... Sounds what, like a country Whatever song. that thing is that's sneaking around in the back. Right. Maybe this rhino is causing a bit of havoc with the other rhino and the rider. Maybe. He's going to say, cut with me. And he's going to go on the edge of the cliff and try to sneak through the mist around the side oh. past the creatures oh, wow. and try to get toward the back of the combat. Oh, okay. Ooh. Horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so he's, he's going to move. Like uh, double move? Yeah, so he can probably get to about there because stealthing is going to slow his movement. You so, said there. Be a little more descriptive. Uh, he just gets kind of to the edge of the obscuring mist, really, right by the edge of the cliff. So there's no way. The same he, one you were attacking, the edge of that obscuring mist now. Now, he can't there. see that creature. They can't see the rhino, and no. I don't see how they could see him. Um, but he's rolling a, a stealth check. Okay, yeah. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot about the damn scent. I don't know if that's going to be like a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm sure the rhinos occupied. don't have scent. Yeah, but I mean, there's a, I mean, it's a full hectic combat. They're not like sneaking around trying to find something. They, also, Heather the rhino isn't exactly smelling like roses either. Yeah, she's exactly. A, like she's a rhino. I gotta feel like there's some. Uh, you gotta account in some way for the hecticness of the battle, the chaos of the battlefield. Um, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, he he's not going to take a shot. He's not going to just stand there. Yeah. So you're the still- gnome ran in. It, this is a slave that Baron talked about. Someone small was helping somebody in the camp. As far as he has always been concerned, it's been a good guy. And so he's he's he doesn't want to fire in there, not knowing where that gnome is. He's going to try to sneak around. Okay. Uh, so you start sneaking around. Yes. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check, just because I want to keep you on your toes. Do you want me to add 20 to it since it's uh, total concealment? or no? um, You don't know who's watching you. I just need you to All right. Yourself. All right. Uh, that's a 36. 36. Okay. Um, all right. So you get over there, and everything seems to be peachy keen except for all this mist. Um, and you can kind of see the wagon now that you're over at the edge. Oh, actually, no. That's 20 feet. That is a whole wall of obscuring mist. You can't see anything back. Right, right, right. I mean, Lork is now in the mist as well, just getting into it. So, yeah, like, I'm looking at the valley. The valley is about, I'm saying valley, this pathway is about 60 feet wide at its widest point. It's not super wide. And this is a lot of mist covering the whole area. Uh, all right, so Cap Benatar follows you as well. Right. It's time for the cold riders. <laughs> <laughs> How big is uh, your shitty little rhino, Matthew? She's large. <laughs> She's large, huh? All right. Just as big as yours. <laughs> Just as big as mine. Okay. It's a rhino off. It's a rhino off. It's a rhino off. Good old fashioned rhino off. Get your fiddle out, boys. It's like old time. <laughs> all right. The. Uh, you put me in a, a, a quite a predicament here. So the uh, the rhino that is directly in front of you is first going to attempt to gore you. All right. Let's just work with the gore. Uh, that is going to be a twenty five to hit. Yes, and I'm at a minus two because I charged. Gores you for twenty one points of damage. Ouch! How's it looking? Uh, it hurt. It hurt. It uh, <laughs> it did some damage. All right, now it's time 21 for the, points for the old cold rider. Oh, this is really, you really put me in a predicament here when you put these stupid ass summoned creatures right up in my business. <laughs> I hate it. Um, classic strategy for infuriating GMs. All right, the uh, cold rider does a full attack action on Heather the Rhino with its icy glaive. Uh, first attack, 22 to hit. Yep. 
22 hits Heather for uh, seven points of regular damage and five points of cold. Still kicking? Still kicking. Second attack, uh, 18. Uh, Hit. Second attack hits for, oh, 14 points of regular damage. And Heather falls unconscious. And six points of cold. Oh, damn it. And disappears? Does she go back to her uh, celestial plane? goes back plane? to the great rhino fields in the sky. Heather, we hardly knew you. Bye, oh, Heather. But Bye, Heather. You Bye. took that cold rider at, out at, of the fight. As she as she leaves, Toto's uh, Africa starts playing on the air. You can hear, <laughs> I hear the rain down in Africa. <laughs> and so somewhere just, Nick Lowe's ears perk up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it, Heather acted nobly and saved us a whole round of devastation. Yeah. May have saved Absolutely. a life. Absolutely. May have saved a life. And certainly annoyed me, which is it's everyone wins double, except uh, me in that bonus. situation. All right, now it's the other Cold Rider's turn, and it's face-to-face with... Uh, oh, I, you know, I didn't roll uh, Concealment where I'm five feet away. So You don't have to. So in, the point? In, in Obscuring Mist, is it a 20% mischance within five feet? I thought it was no mischance within five feet, but... I, uh, you gave it You gave it to me. Why can I never remember this? But I, I think it's five feet, five feet is 20%. Everything else is 50. Gotcha. Everything beyond five feet is 50. Perfect. Yeah. You didn't roll, so you didn't roll concealment. Right. You lousy cheater! I'm a lousy cheater. Made it, made it. So dead Heather. <laughs> uh, oh, I didn't roll for the rider. Made it. <laughs> Seventy-four, two seventy-four is actually, which wow. is interesting. Um, what are the odds, Matthew? You think of the odds <laughs> while I do this math. All right, so now the other one is ten thousand, right? Directly 10, in front of this no. This gnome came out of nowhere. I was not expecting to attack this gnome. Uh, all right. This woolly rhinoceros is going to attempt to trample the gnome. The little gnome creature. Kate Maguchi. That sounds kind of mean. Now, the cold rider has an ability. Normally, when, you, when you're being trampled, you can either avoid it or attempt to avoid it or take an attack of opportunity. How? <clears throat> like the, with a reflex save or something? Reflex save, yep. Or uh, you can take an attack of opportunity at a minus four. The cold rider has an ability that doesn't allow you to avoid it. It does allow you to take the attack of opportunity at a minus four. So, Skid, roll that attack of opportunity at a minus four. Okay. Do you have a weapon? I do not. <laughs> what is this character? Uh, that is a 12. 12. So what do you do to the woolly rhinoceros? It misses, but... Um, so as it walks over his space, she just, like, tries to, like, punch upwards, like, with, with the base of her, uh, base of her palm. Just and, like, and it's like, I imagine its legs are so high, you can't even reach up to it. Um, and it tramples you. Four. Oh, God. Gruesome. 27 points of damage. Jesus. And you fall prone. Okay. And then it is right up in Baron's business. (laughs) It comes out of the mist. (sighs) Materializes. I'm afraid of no rhino. Next to Bear Bear. I'm afraid of no cold riders. It gets right up next to Baron, and I think probably out of the mist at that point. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Let me see. It's just on the cusp of the miss, so you're going to take it just a 20% uh, miss for Baron. But we're not there yet. It is now that woman's turn, and you guys still don't know what's going on back there. And it is Kate Maguchi's turn. <laughs> She's got trampled by a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> oh, left behind. 
in the snow, uh, <laughs> lying prone and alone in the mist. There's a, there's a, no, there's a, a flattened gnome in the middle of the snow. <laughs> Just, <laughs> snow angel of a gnome. Yeah, I think, I, I swear I remember that I have, she has an ability where she can like pop up from being prone without like taking attacks of opportunity or anything, but I, I, I can't find Well, her. there's no one around her. Okay, yeah. So, so she's she, in the clear. She, she's alone in the mist. Yeah, so she just stands up and she uh, chases back after the rhino. Okay. So flanks the rhino with Baron. So she steps up, one move action, second move action. And she's right back in the business. And she's uh, fighting defensive. She's fighting defensively and she's going to spend a key point to do oh. key defense. Oh, a little insight into oh. what kind of character this might She's be. She's a monk! <laughs> yeah. She's a monk! Key defense. Tell me about key defense. Uh, just gives her a plus four to AC. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, is that all? Yeah. Oh, just a plus four to AC. Yeah. Yikes. For one round. For one round. Faye Raza, Heather, dead. She served no. She's drinking she mimosas in heaven. Faraza <laughs> <laughs> uh, is going to move up next to Baron and melee with the rhino and the cold rider. And take okay. a swipe with her giant war cat claw. Swipe with the giant war cat claw. Uh, that's a 21 to hit. 21 to hit the cold rider? The cold rider. Yeah, I guess you're up there. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, buddy. Son of a bean. Son of a bean. a thorn in my penis. (laughs) (laughs) Five points of damage, and I get a grab. Oh, you can attempt to grab. All right. You're going to try and grab the cold rider off of its mount? Exactly. All right. Oh, badass. Natural 16, uh, 27. Ooh. You have grabbed the cold rider. Yes! Yes! Wait. This is okay with beast shape, right? This isn't just a grab. A is one thing. of the abilities okay. that yeah, is Yeah, it's conferred. a cat thing. Sweet, unbelievable. It's a cat uh, thing, man. You, <laughs> you wouldn't, wouldn't understand. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> so, do we both gain the grappled condition, Troy? Is that how this works? I've so. Uh, yes, yes, you absolutely do. Um, now, did you move? Or are you going to yell at me if I don't let you move? I had to move. <laughs> I had to move up there. <laughs> That's why I only took one attack. Troy's right? getting very sensitive and defensive. You right? grappled it while it's atop the rhino, right? You, you yeah. can't put, like, I haven't attempt mo- to pull it off or anything. No, it's a separate maneuver, right? Oh, boy, this is ugly. <laughs> ugly, ugly. I, I, I have a headache just thinking about this. All right, round three, Baron, let me just give you this uh, visual here. Goes <laughs> right up on my grill. Right behind you, and then you, then the rhino with the cold rider in the war cat's claws. And then right behind that, maybe you see the faint outline of a little gnome. Oh, I was flanking, too. I could have gotten an extra bonus on that. Well, oh, well you, 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 you still wasted got the, the moment. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Baron is going to take a five-foot step back away from the rhinos to not provoke opportunities, attack of opportunities. Okay. He's going to take aim at the cold rider in Faraz's hands. Okay. Still total concealment. Ooh. Total concealment. Total concealment. Because you moved more than five feet away. But now isn't... You said it was right at you the edge of the, the thing, and now that it's in Faraz's hands, this is out of the obscuring mist. It's not out of the saddle. It's in her grip, but it's still it's in still where it in was. It's still in the saddle, yeah. Oh, bummer. All right, so 50% mess chance? Uh, yeah, 50% mess chance. Here's a question for you. Well, here's the thing. If he takes an attack of opportunity against you, he's got the he's minus two because he's grappled. I don't even know if he could take the attack of opportunity if his weapon is two-handed. Yeah, he couldn't. But, right. So you might but I'm worried about the mammoth taking You can't take an attack of opportunity with a two-handed weapon? If you're grappled, you can't. You would need a as dagger. For, as far as I know, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, because it is a reach weapon, so Baron is within reach, but 
if you're saying it can't do it, then that makes and sense. And I'm assuming that Mammoth would probably try to protect its rider, so that's why I took a five-foot step back. Rhinoceros. Okay. Rhinoceros. Pardon me. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, Troy called it a mammoth when we first saw the creatures, <laughs> yes, and it's thrown us true. all off uh, for a week. I got a lot going on. <laughs> so, so can I shoot at it with 50% miss chance? Uh, yes. Uh, and yes, in addition, grappled creatures can take no actions that require two hands to perform. Woo! Yep. Well, there we uh, go. Nailed it. Can't carry the baby to the nursery. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a miss. That is a 43 on concealment. Oh, brutal. Second attack. Uh, 51 with a natty 18. Oh, oh it's going to be a hit, baby. That's yeah. cold riding. <laughs> 51, too. Nice. And done. he says... Um, the flames of Torag's Forge have an appointment with you, my friend. And that is a total of uh, 23 points of damage. Brutal. Final Brutal. final attack. Wait, now is that all regular damage? Uh, five of it was fire. Nice try. All right, so 18 <laughs> regular and five fire. Yes. And the final attack is a, a miss, 35. Oh, man. Oh, you no. can't get that it, no. You can't buy a hit, yo. Really saving <laughs> him. All right. And that is Baron's turn. All right. Let me just take a look at my character here because I forgot all about it. Okay. Yep. Very interesting. Oh, of course. I forgot about that. Yep. Okay. And it is Lork's turn. Uh, all right. Lork heard this, uh, assuming Heather is down, uh, this horrific uh, sound of screeching and pain of a rhino. About twenty feet away from, and him. then the shroomic sounds that ascending to heaven. Yeah, exactly. And then and then harps and then harps as uh, Heather Ray uh, was assumed into heaven. Not heaven, but like a celestial plane of some kind. A heaven. Uh, Lork is going to. Oh God, I think he's got to ditch this plan here. I don't know. This is. Would you say that I could see the uh, the hubbub? Over here with uh, the the gnome and Baron. With everybody else, I guess he you know hears him shooting the gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a fifty percent mischance if you want to do any sort of attack into it, but you can see where the hubbub is. All right. So looking across, Lork has a clear shot at this rider. Um, if he rolls a natural one, he'll hit Feyraza, <laughs> uh, or at least risk hitting Feyraza. But otherwise, there's nothing in his path except a little wavy mist. Yeah. Uh, and his elven eyes can see right through that. A little, it's kind right of right at the right edge of the mist, too. So you just, you know. Yeah, but he doesn't see the other one. So yeah. he thinks the other one could come out of the mist at any second. He's going to take this opportunity and do deadly aim rapid shot. Yeah. With the nice. flame arrow and try to, you know, uh, they call it split the posts and just try to hit this rider while it's grappled by this All right, giant let's go, cat. Sebastian Janikowski. Get it. <laughs> All right, here we go. First shot. Is a 21 to hit what the rider. What is the miss chance? 41. That oh. Is a miss. That is a miss, and I'm going to re-roll it. Ooh, why? Because of my elven accuracy. Oh. I can re-roll it one time. 96. Oh, yes. my God. Oh. That is a hit. Yeah. Yes. Oh, badass. Uh, so he does... 16 points of regular damage and 5 points of fire damage. Oh, nice. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Um, let me just read, read this one more time. I want to make sure. Yeah, I can re-roll the attack you know, as many times. I mean, I can only re-roll it once per attack. Sure, sure. But it's not like I can do it once per day or anything like that. Okay, so that is a 17 to hit. 17 is a miss. 17 is a miss. And then last shot is a 21 to hit. What's the old concealing on? 
Uh, 71 on concealment. Nice. That is it. 10 points of regular, 4 points of fire. Beautifully done, oh, my friend. man. Here we go. Got some hits in from my friends. are doing And then he's going to say, well. he's going to say, Cat, help them. Attack. And Cat Benatar is going to charge into the fight and attempt to, uh, geez. Take a bite out of crime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, McGruff. Yeah, you know what? She is going. And that rider is surrounded. Yes, she's not going to be able to hit the rider. She's she's too low. Um, you know what she's going to do? She is going to. Uh, wait, can a creature like like an animal companion roll an aid on an attack? Like she's just going to try to aid to distract the the rhino so that everybody else could do. Uh, damage to it. Okay. Get a bonus. Would of you have to, to push it. it to do that, or do you think she could just normally do it? <sighs> that's what I don't know. I, I there's yeah, that's a tough call. You you tell me. Well, what is the aid another maneuver in combat? You just roll. It's a DC ten attack roll, and if I hit it, it gives a plus two. You got to choose. Who you're going to give the plus two. Yeah, to. I, I'll, I would give the plus two to the gnome. The must two because the, the other person who's really small and can't hit the rider. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's fine. Just roll the DC ten. Okay. Uh, made it. Okay, so, so plus two to the gnome if she tries to attack the rhino. Thank okay. you. All right, that's good. That's good. Um, and it is now uh, my turn, I believe. Uh, Matthew, what is uh, your CMB? Uh, with the grappled condition. CMB uh, or CMD? Actually, just, just your regular CMB. Plus 11. Plus 11. The one atop... I'm going to get to the other one that's in the mist near Lork in a second. But the one that is completely surrounded on all four sides had begun casting a spell before it was grappled. A spell that takes one round to complete. I rolled the concentration trek while grappled, and the spell still goes off. Feyraza, roll a will save. Naturally. And this is a fey creature, right? Maybe. Maybe it's Faye. Do you know that? Baron knows that. Well, gotta have Faye, Faye, Faye. Yeah, it's Faye. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's Faye, you son of a bitch. I get a plus 16 to this roll. Uh, how's a 29 suit you? You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> a plus 16 will? That's, because it's Faye. I'm get, that's amazing. Oh, my God. You're all right. You're all right. But you know who isn't all right? Who? All of a sudden, the other cold rider, you think. Maybe it's the woman. You have no idea. But all of a sudden, storm clouds rise overhead. And you just hear, like, hailstones come down and start pelleting the slaves in the back. Oh, no. And if you look around, you see that slaves are just dying beneath these magical hailstones coming down. And we'll see you next week. No! Slaves are dying! I knew we should have tried to save them. It's been an hour? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Riders on the storm. You are a horrific, gruesome human being. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.
Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.